Hi, I'm Stephen J. Cohen, head writer here at Broken Sea Audio Productions' Doctor Who. I want to take a moment to thank those of you who've already donated at www.brokensea.com donate. Your support will help send a member of the production team to the Parsec Awards. Not only has a Broken Sea show made it to the finals for the second year running, so your contribution can help make it possible for a BSAP representative to be at the awards ceremony, but an event like this can give us access to people involved in the professional production of creative media. Many people involved in the productions you enjoy here at Broken Sea would love to be able to give up the day job, as it were, and make stories like these for a living. Getting these stories to the ears of the right people could be the big break that they are dreaming about, so please, head over to www.brokensea.com donate and give what you can. Fifty dollars? Twenty. How about ten or five? If even ten percent of our listenership gave five dollars to support what we're calling Project Parsec, it would make a big difference. That URL again, www.brokensea.com slash donate. And thank you. <laughs> Delving into the case files and the story behind the stories. This is X-Files Unclassified. Welcome to the X-Files Unclassified. I'm David Subkoyak. I'm the writer and producer of the show here at Broken Sea Audio Productions. And this is a little behind-the-scenes look at the making of the show and uh, the characters of the show. And today we have an interview with Era Pelodi, who plays Agent Kara Cooper. Um, originally, this show was supposed to be a combination of both uh, my character, Alex Dean, and Era's character. Um, but I've decided to hold off on Alex Dean a little bit, because later on in the season, there'll be more to discuss about him. Um, and I didn't want to actually have two shows about that one character. So without further ado, um, here's Era uh, with her take on her character and some of some of her background with the X-Files and where she thinks the character's going. What do I think about X-Files? I have watched X-Files and I loved it, of course. Um, I grew up as a science fiction fan and a horror fantasy fan. And um, ironically, now as an adult, I won't come within 300 feet of anything even remotely scary or spooky. So I'm glad I ran into the X-Files at that time of life that I did because I thought it was a really entertaining and enjoyable show and I watched it. Um, I don't want to say fairly religiously because my family went through um, periods where we'd sometimes have cable and we'd sometimes have the antenna that got three channels. And so I'd sometimes get to watch it religiously and sometimes would have to wait till it showed up again. Regardless, um, 
of course I loved I loved Mulder. What what woman or teenage girl didn't? And I adored Scully. I mean, she had these piercing green eyes. I don't know if they're really green, but that's how I always perceived them. And and this sharp little nose and the, these sharp little lips that came together in just the perfect manner with her red hair. And um and I loved the stories going on with the X-Files. And I'll, I'll tell you, I, I had a friend who was in Flag Corps, and she would practice in my backyard, and she had an X-Files tape. And so you'd see this perfectly normal, suburban neighborhood, very quiet and peaceful, and she'd turn on this tape really loud to practice her flag work, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you'd hear, do 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 the X-Files theme song. So if you were halfway up the street, it would just be, you know, set the scene perfectly for some sort of X-File episode. As far as my character, <clears throat> I think of her as similar to Scully, but very, very different from Scully. Um, I, I think that many women who go into the FBI, they have to be tough and they have to be dry. Um, they can have a personality, but when they're on the job, They've got to be on the job, and they've got to be good at what they do, and they've got to be hard-nosed. They don't get the leeway um, to be kind of spooky and creepy because they've already got some stuff working against them. So in that respect, I think she's like Scully. In another respect where obviously she's been hand-picked, if you've been listening, to work with her 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 partner, um, she, she's handpicked to be a skeptic. So I think in that that response, she's similar to Scully in that they both are skeptical. They're, they're about their job. However, I think that's where the similarities end. Um, I think that as... And I might be revealing that I didn't really watch the last season of X-Files because we had no cable at that time. I, I don't know. I really ought to go back and watch that. So I might be totally wrong on this. But I think whereas Scully just happened to be paired with Mulder and things got entangled along the way <clears throat> my character has very clearly been planted where she's been planted and so I kind of envision that her skepticism is not as intrinsic as Scully's is. I kind of envision that yes she's skeptical and yes she's very rational and logical and reasonable but under deep down underneath she knows a lot more than she's saying and um She's playing a role, and, and she's playing a role for her agency, and she's doing a good job of it. But uh, underneath, she's not a spook watcher. She, she doesn't believe necessarily in USO, UFOs. She's not chasing things. But underneath, I think she, that she's also not a denier. She's, she's capable of knowing that there are things out there that are bigger than we are, but she's not going to jump to conclusions and chase after after cloud she's she's there to do her job and to keep an eye on her partner whose name i will not speak because i assume you're going to be hearing his interview and if you don't know her partner's name you need to go listen to david's takeoff of the x-files because it's phenomenal so i also think that i don't envision her as looking anything at all like scully um i envision her as kind of what you might think of Scully is if Scully was a redneck, or kind of Sarah Palin-ish, but without the accent and without the... with a lot more intelligence. Sorry, Sarah Palin fans. Um, 
I think of her as she's got broader, sturdier features. She's pretty, but um, the the way she looks is deceiving for the way she is. Um, I think she can pass. She's not like Scully. Always felt had like these really frail little features, but she was tough inside. And and I don't think like Cooper looks like a, a like a German washmaid, but you know she she's got slightly broader um, features. <clears throat> Let's see. Yeah, I think there are ulterior motives <laughs> going on under there. There's much more to meet the eye for her. Where do I think she's headed this season? Well, I'm going to admit something. I have the first three, the, the next three scripts that haven't been released. And um, <clears throat> I skim scripts, but because I get so many scripts and my memory is so bad, um, I only store what I need in the very immediate short term. I have no idea where she's going. So I'm just going to tell you what I think, and it could be completely where she's not going, as far as I know. Um, <clears throat> I think that she is going to definitely be dragged into all the spooky, creepy, gooky stuff, because it wouldn't be X-Files without it. And I think that she's going to definitely be following her partner very, very closely. And I think that she's going to have his back. And I think it's going to appear as if they're developing a relationship um, as partners, a close relationship where she starts to see him as more, see him as more than the nut that he is, you know, more than the charge that she's been put in charge of for whatever reason. But this is where it's different from Scully in my mind. I think that that may be an act, at least in the next season, because I think that at least for the next season, she's, it's always going to be inside of her there that she's there for a job. And even that is part of the job. So even as it appears that they get more close, or it appears that she's got his back, because she has to, because she's his partner, and, and they've got to keep each other alive. That beacon, that vial inside of her, V-I-A-L, of whatever it is she's really doing there, her job is not going to be compromised deep down inside, no matter how close they get or no matter what they've been through. Um, <clears throat> but it's going to appear that way. I think I think that might be the case. Uh, I have no idea, though. Um, I hope that there will not be romantic involvement, um, just because I'd like to see... It. I think a lot of shows jump to the romantic component a lot quicker than they should, and, and I'd, like to, I'd like to see that held off so we can really see who Cooper is and really see more about her partner and really sort of dig into why they might be there and what's going on. Um... So yeah, uh, so when I record her, um, I usually envision myself in that FBI trench coat going out there, rational and logical, knowing. I mean, it's not just that I'm rational and logical, but I'm not going to be among rational, logical people. I know that when I go out there, I am going to be among people who fail to see ration and logic. I've got a whole history behind me. I'm a tough woman. I'm sure I've got joy deep down inside of me, but I've got to keep myself under control because these people won't. I've got to be the thinking mind because these people won't. And so I, I put myself in that, that situation. And um, I try to emit as little emotion as possible, but feel the emotion underneath. So if I'm irritated, 
you know, if she's annoyed with her partner who's constantly going into UFOs or affronted, um, the only emotion that I think she's allowed to uh, express freely, with, with an exception, is control. Any emotion that has to do with control, like when she's talking to an officer and she's going to take him by the balls and, and say, I'm in charge here. Um, However, that doesn't mean there aren't vulnerable times when she relaxes and some of that emotion comes through. But I think that she justifies that. What I'm imagining being her. I think that she justifies that um, by saying this is part of her role. She is his partner. And so some of that emotion that is always kept under that veneer of control sort of leaks through. And a laugh here or a story there or an annoyance at, at something um, here and there. Thank you for listening to the X-Files Unclassified here on Broken Sea Audio Productions. New shows release approximately once a month um, here, and we will be running a full season of the X-Files. I've been asked that quite a few times uh, in the comments and in separate emails. We do have a full season lined up for this year, uh, running at least until December. We may take about a month off at the end, and... Get things situated for the next season. We do have season two about halfway written, and we will be coming back probably in February for another 14 episode run. Um, X Files Star Child Missing episode 2.3 should be dropping into the feed possibly next Thursday, possibly next Thursday. Maybe the Thursday after, depending on how much work we get done with the production. Um, once again, I'm David Subkoyak, the writer and producer for Broken Sea Audio Productions X-Files. And I thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>